Good morning, River House. It is a joy to be with you this morning. I'm so excited because I get to share with you some good news and some stories about some of the different things that have been happening happening in our community during this time. Um, I want to, to share those stories with you, but first I want to talk to you about the compassion of Jesus. This is my favorite topic to talk about. I'm so passionate about it. Um, and I just wanna talk about the compassion of Jesus and the impact of that in the world. And so um, as we've been able to slow down and we've been deconstructing our lives and been sitting with Jesus, personally, I have almost been reawakened to the compassion of Jesus. And I've been sitting with him and I've been encountering uh, him in a new way and feeling some of the burdens that are on his heart and feeling uh, the pain of those that are hungry, those that are uh, poor, those that are depressed, those that are suffering in this time. And it's been really hard for me. I've spent many hours weeping with Jesus and, and as I just encounter his compassion and his love. But it's also been really beautiful. And I found that in this time of really just pressing into the compassion of Jesus, that new prayers have awakened from within me and creative solutions and ideas have awakened in me and a desire for missional response has awakened uh, within my heart. And so it's been really beautiful. And I've even um, taken a meal every day and fasted to pray for the poor and for those that are hungry. And so I think that there's something powerful that happens as we come in contact and behold Jesus and his love and his compassion. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. And I think in this time, we have an opportunity to really press into Jesus for that. As Pastor Jordan says, as we slow down and get in rhythm with God and we're building these new daily practices into our lives, I think there's an opportunity to ask God, what does his compassion look like and what is our response to that to look like in our life? And so... Um, Jesus has been speaking to me about this for years now, but there's this tension uh, with, with mission that I've wrestled with, with the Lord. And there's this intentional missional expression that we see in Jesus's life. And there's this more organic, natural missional expression that we see in our day-to-day -day rhythm. And what I mean by that uh, what, as far as Jesus's life, we see that he intentionally goes to meet with a woman at the well in Samaria. And he didn't have to do that, but he set out on a mission to meet with this woman. And then we also see as he responds to people in his daily life and his daily rhythm where the blind man approaches him and wants healing and he responds and heals the man. And the crowds approach him and he feeds them out of his compassion and multiplies the food. And so we see this tension being being lived out in Jesus's life. And I think right now we have an opportunity to both encounter Jesus's compassion and, and have him transform our heart as we just sit with him in those tensions and then ask him, what are the areas uh, of my life? What are the, the passions of my heart that I can partner with you in to see great kingdom work and see the kingdom at hand? And so 
Now I want to just share with you some stories of the fruit of compassion in our own community in the midst of this uncertain and interesting time that we're all in right now. And so, um, you know, Riverhouse Global has created a crisis care team and we responded to meet some of the local needs in our community here in the Treasure Valley. And then we also responded to our partners and our family in Southeast Asia in the midst of this crisis and the suffering that they are experiencing there. And so um, I'm going to share just like three stories with you. Um, the first uh, is that we wanted to partner with uh, someone in our community that works in healthcare. We wanted to bless the healthcare workers. And so we had people uh, in our community write notes of encouragement to them. And one thing that I love is Jay Slangley. He laminated all 50 note cards so that when we took them to the healthcare workers that they could sanitize them. And so I thought that was really awesome. But he, we took these note cards and we took DoorDash gift cards and we took them to one of our church members, her pediatric clinic where she works and dropped them off. And then later that day, um, one of our revival group leaders got a text message from her and she was saying that when we brought the note cards and the gifts to them, that the entire atmosphere changed in their clinic. And there was so much fear and just dealing with really sick kids and patients. And there was just a panic happening. And it was the whole atmosphere changed, that everyone was in tears, that there was so much joy um, and that the, the, uh, people begin to ask questions about Jesus and about her church. And the manager, who is not a Christian, insisted that they hang all of the cards on the wall so they continue to be encouraged by them. And so that was just a small act of love and a missional, uh, intentional missional expression that blessed so many people. And so I can't wait to hear the fruit of that down the road. So that was one story. Um, another story is that on Saturday, we did a drive-through meal. And so we just prepared all of these meals and had volunteers come out with their masks and with their gloves. And of course, with social distancing, we put on this drive-through meal and we fed a hundred people meals. And this was on Orchard and Franklin at an intersection um, where just complete strangers would drive up and receive a meal. And everyone got prayer and was so blessed and overwhelmed. And people were driving by and seeing the joy that we were all experiencing and honking their horns at us. It was so beautiful. Um, and one story that I love is one of our volunteers asked a guy that had walked up to pray for him after he received his meal and she just begins to pray for him and she gets this prophetic word from the Lord that the Lord wanted to bring reconciliation into his life and he stopped her in the middle of her her speaking and her prayer and said ma'am I have to be honest with you I just got out of prison and so you have no idea how much this means to me and so there were just so many little stories like that of people just being blessed and just by a simple act of providing meals for people. It opened up the door for us to share the love of Jesus with them. And so that was so beautiful. And then lastly, I just want to talk about um, the expression that we've uh, we've been seeing and how we've been partnering with our family in Southeast Asia. So, you know, in the global South, there's already so much poverty. And so the impact of something like this global pandemic is even much more severe there where they have very little help and there's just so much suffering already. And so we put out a video and we did a call to action for our community to be able to come alongside of some of the pastors there and their families and to 
feed the hungry people and those that are suffering. And we raised over $5,000 in just five days. And so there's two parts of this story that I love um, and wanted to share. And that the first is that some of the people that were giving um, towards the towards our family there, I know a couple of them specifically were giving so sacrificially. We all have been giving sacrificially, but there were two cases that I know that either lost their job or not able to work right now. And so they were sowing from a place of saying, God, I really trust you. And so that has blessed us so deeply, just seeing the sacrificial giving of people in our community and really trusting God with our resources. Um, and then, so with that, we, you know, we raised over $5,000. So we've been able to take care of all 37 pastors and their families in our community and, and with our, that are under the leadership of our partners over in Southeast Asia. And then we've fed over a thousand people their warm meals. And one of the pastors there told me the other day, they've been sending me videos and pictures, um, but he shared with me that as they would go into these neighborhoods, that people would rush to their car to receive these meals. And there was just so much gratitude and thankfulness. And so our partners there have been diligently working, providing and cooking hundreds of meals every day to bless the poor and to, to take care of the suffering. And so I was just so inspired by that. And there's just been so many little things, both on the giving and the receiving end, people being blessed out of these acts of compassion in our community. And so um, I hope that this encourages you. I want to I want to challenge you. Let's sit with God. Let's ask him to give Let's ask him to give us his heart of compassion, that we would we would know the compassion of Jesus deep within us and that it would become uh, something that that leads us to respond, to build intentional mission into our life. You know, whether I want to serve with the homeless community, whether I want to take care of single mothers, is it children that I'm passionate about? Is it the elderly? What is it that's, that's stirring in your heart as you sit with Jesus in this time of pressing into him and let's see how we can rebuild um, this into our life. You know, we've been doing this daily act of generosity that Pastor Jordan has called us to. How can we build mission as a as, as a weekly lifestyle, as a monthly commitment that we that we partner with and just see what God will do to build his kingdom and implement his kingdom uh, before us and how he can use us. So I just bless you guys. I hope this encourages you and inspires you. So be blessed today. I love you so much and can't wait to be back with you all. So